Fantastic. I'm very excited, uh, Sneha. Uh, one, of course, to meet you, and two, because I love this, uh, you know, ability or the opportunities to talk about this work that is that really resonates with all of us, or at least it 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 should, yeah. And that has been one of the main aims of my work at Ajna, is to be able to bring it at the street level, you know, to wow. bring emotional health at, at the street level, where it should be in our homes, in our families, with our, you know, in our schools at very early ages, because that is where we begin to form an image of ourselves sure. that stays with us for a lifetime. And not only stays with us, but it dominates the choices we make. You know, this is so true. So as you as you started out, that uh, you know, uh, first of all, Ajna. Why did I choose Ajna? Is because Ajna is the chakra in the body. It's called the third eye as well. Some people call it Agnya chakra, because it is the center for learning in the body. And even neurologically, it is at the center of your forehead here. And this is where new learning, new options, new alternatives uh, come. You know, this is where we really learn. But unfortunately, 95% of the time, we are somewhere else, which is at the back, which is in the past. Mm -hmm. What we know, what is familiar. You know, and so often you've heard, uh, I want to stay in my comfort zone. But there is no learning in the comfort zone. Yeah, and that is where it comes to 2020. Oh my God, 2020 was such a year. I cannot tell you, Ritu, ma'am, I have been someone who myself saw that those of us who do this self-awareness or introspection every day, even those people had such a tough time trying to make sense of what was going on. It was very, very challenging. It was very indefinite, very unpredictable. And you know, the why it's exciting me so much to talk about this, even though I saw a lot of pain around me in that whole period, it's still happening, it's not over at all. But the process started. And you know, why I want to talk about it in another light is that I feel that this universe that we are part of never does anything that is not needed. May not be what we want, but we definitely needed this, mm-hmm. yeah? It may sound ridiculous to some people, but I feel that the universe is always working for us. Mm-hmm. It's always working to balance that energy, you know? And this was an absolute necessity because we have spent, humanity uh, as such, has spent thousands of years, thousands of years in creating security and control, yeah? We became very secure in our universe. We could uh, manipulate and control everything, really. And the moment uh, we lose control, our life goes to pieces. Yeah, that is a very, very good learning experience because otherwise, until we are shaken from our complacency, we don't move. That is just the nature of all of us. This brings me to a very interesting uh, thing. I think this is one of the questions that all the people who have anxiety and depression 
they all the time want their life to be in control. Yeah. And not having control is so freaky a thought to people that they actually feel like they just cannot function without Absolutely. it. So, having anxiety is second nature, like all humans have it, but most of these people are shutting themselves down, they're sitting at home, they're contemplating if they need medication. So, yeah. why do we have such an obsession with having control? I have a, a, a very clear uh, experience in that, because that is my whole teaching, in fact it rests on that. That where there is anxiety, you know, there is another side to that anxiety. Life never gives us one. Like night and day, like yin and yang, like hot and cold. Everything has the polar opposite. In fact, this universe is a is, is a play what of polarities. Yeah, so what's the yeah? polar opposite of anxiety? Anxiety, it, it is assurance, it is happiness, it is equality, it is you know, it is willingness, it is, uh, it is interest, you know, it is a play between control and creativity. This is, and even in our scriptures, Shiv and Shakti are two sides of the same coin, you know. The interesting part is that nobody ever in our education or in our childhood, in our families or in our culture told us that this is the meaning of it. Ki jab unhappiness hogi, to there is a seed somewhere of happiness. It is uh, inspiring us to move to the other side. And, we feel yeah? okay with it. and because we weren't taught how to take those steps, that is why I feel that emotional education is very important. You know, is should be in the in kindergarten. That is where we learn. What choices do I have every time I get angry or every time I get disappointed or every time I feel guilty or I feel not good enough? Do I have a choice? Has somebody ever told me that you can do this? You know, that uh, you know, willingness lives within you. There is interest that you can bring up right now. That you are equal to this challenge that uh, this situation or event has brought about. You know, and if I was taught, my whole image of myself would have changed. No? I would not have looked at myself as helpless. And I think that is one of the most desperate places to be. Yeah, when I feel that I do not have a choice at all. Suicides, extreme addiction, alcoholism, and all those desperate uh, ways in which we run away and avoid facing ourselves. There is such a wealth inside this body, even though there is so much distress. And that is the this very artful balance. Wow. <laughs> you know, and another thing, I mean. Uh, if we were taught, would we really get so uh, choiceless every time something happens? I would naturally go to, okay, what is this trying to teach me? Where is the gift in this episode, in this, in this event? You know, this is what I am trying to say. And until we learn, it won't go away. 
That is it because the universe is always working for my best. It will prod me, it will nudge me, it will throw me on the floor. Then it will give me another tight whack, another until I say, oh, okay. <laughs> you, know? you know? So, in my effort to not just get rid of the stigma, I want to uh, be able to share with people that it's, you know, we are here for a very short while in this Absolutely. world. We came here to have fun. We came here to enjoy the, the brilliance of this universe, you know, not to suffer. That suffering was our idea and it was planted within us by the preachers, by the teachers, by the parents, by the culture and we took it as our self. So, Ritu, can you tell me how Ajna Center started? Like, What was the initial thought which we just started and it has gone to so many different things. So how do you evolve over these last so many years? As I told you, nothing happens without a reason. As I look back, as a child, I was, I was an ailing child. I was sick most of my childhood. Mm-hmm. And I had a breathing uh, difficulty. And uh, I, was a, uh, I was, you know, in an extreme case of asthma. So I, a lot of my time was spent in bed. You know, reading and um, it, it, was, it, it was not a comfortable scene for me and my parents. So as I grew, I knew and I experienced that whatever medication was given to me was not working. So I was searching for a cure to help myself actually. You know, and today after 30 some years, I can say that if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be sitting here. Because I was looking for something to help myself. Because the allopathic medication uh, and modern medicine wasn't working. So I reached out to alternative systems of healing. And in that, I realized and learned first about myself. I knew that all breathing difficulties have an emotional base. Wow. They have a psychosomatic base. All breathing difficulties? Yeah. And I realized that the first time I got really angry, you know, is when I started breathing badly. You know, I, I just choked and I couldn't breathe. And then I had to be taken to the hospital and put on oxygen and all of that. Now, why was I angry? I was angry because my mother said to me that the boys can go out, but you can't. No, we have all been here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it resonates with all women, I think. So I objected and I turned blue and black in the face. And from then on, I really was very, very angry, you know, at most situations where uh, there was an inequality of gender. Wow. (laughs) So in discovering that, I'm no feminist, okay? I'm not going to go out there (laughs) and burn my bra and, you know, uh, uh, proclaim um, that I'm better than you. I think that if more women realize that they uh, are the center of this creativity. Of course. That life. Exactly. No women, no men. Okay? You are the creator. In fact, when I talk about Shiv and Shakti, the Shiv is a passive, shakti, is, is, is a passive energy. 